Locked On Podcast Network and Odyssey present Locked On Today. The Rams are on a roll despite COVID. Is Jalen Hurts the future in Philadelphia? Plus, can the Nets pull a roster together for Christmas? I'm Peter Bukowski, starting your day with the stories you need to know and biggest debates in sports. You're Locked On Today. Searching all major sports. Found. Let's start with the biggest story. All of a sudden, the L.A. Rams look like the L.A. Rams we thought they could be. After a three-game losing streak, they are now on a three-game win streak, even after everything with COVID-19 ripping through their roster and having to postpone their game to a Tuesday night. The L.A. Rams beat the Seattle Seahawks 20-10, to and they are now tied for first in the NFC West. Joining me now from Locked on Rams, it's Sosa Kermendras and Sosa. What has changed for this L.A. team over this three-game stretch that has allowed them to get right back in the mix in not only the division, but the NFC playoff base? Yeah, so the first thing I think is just play clean football. Of course, it's kind of funny coming off of this game here where Matthew Stafford again throws the second interception this season to Quandre Diggs, a former teammate there in Detroit. Uh, But clean football first and foremost. No more pick sixes. I think that's the biggest thing. You're not spotting other teams' points. Yeah, that definitely helps for sure. And then you talk about, I think, just mixing and matching a little bit more of the personnel, getting back to their roots there with the Sean McVay under center. You know, we're going to put our quarterback there. We're going to start to establish some of this outside zone running, a little bit more running ground and pound type of offense. And then let's kind of let everything else flow off of that. And I think, you know, they're still trying to find the balance. I, I, I think even when you look at this game, you know that they're still not there. It was kind of a choppy game. Maybe we chalked that up to COVID. You mentioned, you know, 30 plus players on that list. Maybe you know, that probably had something to do with the rust here. But you talk about this offense, I think they're really starting to get it together here. And I think that's been a massive part of the reason why they've turned around over the last few games. Still plenty of work to do, though. They have the Vikings coming up this week. They've got the Ravens the week after that. And they finish the season with the 49ers. Those are three teams who are very much in the thick of playoff races of their own. How can L.A. keep this going? Because as you said, this is a team that has been inconsistent. They had issues with turnovers, with defensive assignments, and we still don't know what the future is of of some of these guys trying to come back. Injuries are always going to be a factor here. Yeah, I I think we're going to find out a lot about this team over the next three weeks, right? I think we all kind of look at them right now. We know this is a playoff team. We know they're going to make it into the big dance there in in terms of the playoffs, Uh, but I think the next three weeks are really going to tell us a lot about this team because they could potentially be, you know, the second seed. And I think, you know, the Green Bay Packers probably have that first one locked up. They could be, you know, the fifth, sixth or seventh seed, even potentially with depending on, you know, how they finish here. So you mentioned it, very tough stretch uh, ending off here. There's going to be no cakewalks. You're playing three teams that are all fighting for a potential playoff position or, you know, a chance to get in in themselves when you look at the Ravens and the Vikings. So uh, tough stretch for the Rams. They just got to continue to play clean football, try to get a lot of these players back. They were missing four starters tonight. Uh, due to that COVID stuff. And then, you know, you look at this team, they just need to continue to gel. Still a lot of new players here. They're still getting better. I still think there's another peak for them to reach in terms of the talent that they have available at their disposal here. Uh, And we're going to find out, you know, right now, tied up 10-4, 10-4 with the Cardinals. Cardinals still hold the NFC West lead. But if uh, you want to, you know, find a motivated group of guys, I mean, everything is out still on the table here for the Rams. Thanks for making Locked On today your first listen of the day. Coming up, is Jalen Hurts the future in Philadelphia? Now, here's what you need to be locked on today. 
Another day, another blow to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Leonard Fournette is likely to be placed on injured reserve because of a hamstring injury that left him on crutches Sunday night. Fournette would miss the rest of the regular season, but a source said he is expected to return for the playoff. With Fournette sideline, the Buccaneers are signing Le'Veon Bell pending a physical. NBA Commissioner Adam Silver told ESPN's Malika Andrews that the league has no plans to suspend its season as COVID-19 surges through the league. No plans right now to pause the season. We have, of course, looked at all options, but frankly, we are having trouble coming up with what the logic would be behind pausing right now, he said. Silver added, As we look through these cases literally ripping through the country, let alone the rest of the world, I think we're finding ourselves where we sort of knew we were going to get to over the past several months. And that is, this virus will not be eradicated and we're going to have to learn to live with it. I think that's what we're experiencing in the league right now. In order to keep as many players on the field as possible in the college football playoff, Michigan's football players will get their COVID-19 booster shots on Wednesday as a team. This according to Michigan offensive lineman Andrew Stuber, who added that the Wolverines haven't had any issues with the virus leading up to the game against Georgia in the college football playoff semifinals at the Capital One Orange Bowl. But they aren't willing to take any chances, he told the media. The booster's out there now. We have a full team booster shot tomorrow, so that'll be good. I think everyone understands the gravity of the situation. To have an outbreak now would be devastating to a lot of people. Understanding the concern, there is a big thing so we've taken the proper precautions there. The NHL and NHL Players Association have come to an agreement to not participate in the 2022 Winter Olympics Men's Hockey Tournament in Beijing. The NHL and NHL PA had negotiated Olympic participation in 22 and 26 into the newest collective bargaining agreement after NHL players did not participate in the 2018 Olympics in Pyeongchang, South Korea. The only caveat for the Beijing Olympics, scheduled for February of 2022, is if the current NHL regular season was, quote, materially impacted by COVID-19 postponements. As of December 21st, the NHL had postponed 50 games because of outbreaks on teams and has paused its season through Christmas, apparently meeting that threshold. That's what happened last night. Here's what to look for on betonline.ag coming up. Your number one spot for all your football action this season. Bowl season is in full force. Here's a look at some of the upcoming games. The Lockheed Martin Armed Forces Bowl is Missouri taking on Army with Army. Six and a half point favorites. It's also North Texas against Miami of Ohio in the Frisco Football Classic. Miami is a three point favorite in that one. And in the Union Home Mortgage Gasparilla Bowl. Yes, you heard me right. UCF versus Florida has the betonline.ag line for that game. Florida giving seven. For all your gambling needs, betonline.ag has you covered. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Don't forget to use your promo code Locked On to receive that bonus. Here is another story you need to know. In the second of our Tuesday night games. Yes, Tuesday night football. The Philadelphia Eagles were able to take care of the very, very shorthanded Washington football team, 27-17. to 17. They are 7-7 seven and seven in the thick of the NFC playoff race. Joining me now from Locked On Eagles, Louis DiBiase and Louis, we were talking before we jumped on here, that the Eagles, they, they keep winning these games and 
each one has been a little bit different. They've won it in a different kind of way. And the games that they've lost in the middle there, um, they also very much could have won. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. And they've won five of seven now. And it really feels like although each game has been different, they've found their identity. This offensive line is just destroying opposing defensive lines week in and week out the fifth game. Now the Eagles have had at least 200 rushing yards this season. Miles Sanders led the way with over hundred rushing yards. And yeah, that's the blueprint of this team moving forward. It's why they've won five of their last seven, but I also thought Jalen hurts as well, really passed the football. Well, efficiently made decisions in the pocket when to throw, when to run. It was a big step for him. And to me, the most important game he's played so far in his NFL career. He also was able to make do without the receivers being a huge factor in this game. They spread the ball out. Plenty of guys got targets, but it was Dallas Goddard, seven catches for a buck 35 in this game to help Jalen Hurts. He goes 20 of 26 for 296, over 11 yards per attempt, did throw the pick. But receiver had been the bugaboo position for Philly. They have invested incredible resources in that position, and it might just be the case that they should be a run the ball and throw the ball to the tight end team. And that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. At least for the time being, that's the way they're going to win short term. And I think we knew that heading into the season, they got away from that earlier in the year because they wanted to see long-term. That was what the focus was long-term. Can Jalen hurts be a guy you win because of not just win with, especially with his arm, but they've moved to a different blueprint, but I think it's actually helping hurts as a passer. I thought you saw him way more efficient today. And there was a lot of games this year where in certain moments today, he would have tucked the ball, ducked his eyes and ran. Today, he kept his eyes downfield, used his legs to open up the pass and delivered to Dallas Goddard down the field, delivered a couple nice balls to Jalen Rager, Devontae Smith along the sidelines. I thought, you know, it was a really rough start the first quarter for Hertz, but I thought quarters two through four, that was the best I've seen Hertz maybe all year. Maybe a couple other games were more impressive, but it, it was tough to top that. I was really impressed, and I'm one of Hertz's biggest critics. I was extremely impressed with him tonight, even considering the situation. How much closer to a decision do you think mm-hmm. Philly has been able to come on Jalen Hurts, despite the fact that we haven't seen him throw the ball around the yard like he's you know, yeah. Justin Herbert or one of these other young first-time starters. Yeah, it, it's tough to evaluate still. It's still on and off, and I think you want to be more patient with a guy that has that kind of rushing ability. Ten rushing touchdowns this year now, four games where he's had multiple rushing touchdowns. You want to be more patient with a player like that, and especially when he's making strides as he did today as a passer. I just, you know, the thing is, Peter, is the strides aren't, they're not huge steps each week and they're still very inconsistent. So how much time do you give him versus another potential prospect in this draft that has more physical upside, especially as a passer? Hertz isn't making it easy on them. He's not convincing them really either way right now. And they're still kind of stuck in the middle. So you kind of just got to keep it going week by week. That said, if Russell Wilson were to say, hey, maybe Philly, certainly the Eagles would have to be interested in something like that. And, and a stretch like this proves, hey, the rest of the team, there's some real stuff here. So that that could intrigue one of those mm-hmm. veterans that says, hey, I want to come to Philly. Louie, appreciate it, man. Thanks. Coming up, all the Nets want for Christmas is a healthy roster. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. I had one today. In fact, I had one and a half today because I had one of the new puff flavors, the marshmallow puffs. It it They're so good. The coconut puff is unbelievable. And they have these new things called Built Bites. Just a little, you just need a little snack, just a little something to get you through to that next meal or to get you into that workout or or to come out of a workout. The thing that Built Bar does 
differently is they make delicious food, delicious bars that you're going to want to eat, but that are still good for you, that are still low in sugar, low in calories, low in net carbs, low in fat, but high in protein and high in fiber. These are protein bars that taste like candy bars, but fill you up and fuel your body in the best way possible. And we all need a little bit of extra fuel this time of year. Uh, we, we all want to taste something delicious this time of year. Why not give your body both? Go to Built.com and use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. Try them for yourselves if you're skeptical. I was, when I first got the ad copy, I was like, no, nah, this can't be. And then I ate them and I became a customer myself. Go to Built.com and use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. Agree or disagree? This is the Q of the Day. The Brooklyn Nets may soon have to call themselves the New Jersey Nets once again. Not because they're moving to New Jersey, but that might be the only place they have a healthy roster of guys to play. The big three, you put together superstars, all of them in the health and safety protocols right now. Joining me now from Locked on Nets, it's Adam Armbrecht. And Adam, we got a Christmas Day game for the Nets that they're going to play against the Lakers, the NBA, in a bit of a roster crisis when it comes to COVID right now. And the Nets, they are the poster child for this crisis. Yeah, you'd like to think you're going to have a Christmas Day game, Peter. That's, <laughs> uh, you know, you just had uh, Adam Silver speaking with uh, Malik Andrews saying contingencies are being put out there in place just in case. But yeah, Nets have 10 players currently in protocols uh, from the highest profile, Kevin Durant, all the way down to the back end of this roster. They are, at this very moment, the hardest hit uh, from the COVID protocols. So this is a Nets team that w we just found out was bringing back Kyrie Irving. And immediately, Kyrie Irving goes into the health and safety protocols for about 45 minutes. We didn't know if this was typical run-of-the-mill. Okay, he's re-entering protocols to get tested. It turned out that was not the case. So where do we stand with this Nets roster? When can these guys come back? I mean, when is this going to look like the Brooklyn Nets just on paper before we even think about how they look as a basketball team? Christmas Day, were it to get, if it stays on the calendar, that's when I think you can start to see some of these guys come back. Not going to be Kyrie Irving because the spectrum of dates ranges all the way back to the 12th up and through the 18th. So depending on how this looks and the NBA with the Players Association adjusting what the what the rules are for vaccinated players, then you have the booster factor in there as well. So these guys are going to kind of come in in drips and drabs and Kevin Durant uh, would probably be on the back end of this. Kyrie Irving will be the furthest one out now. So if you're excited about him, uh, think about mid-January when they have four road games. That's probably the first time that you'll see him back on the court. But we should start to get James Harden, uh, Bruce Brown. Those are the first couple of guys that had entered protocols fairly quickly. They'll probably get back out there for you. Um, but in the meantime, be excited for Kessler Edwards, for Cam Thomas, for Dayron Sharp, for uh, David Duke Jr. These are the Brooklyn Nets we all dreamt on coming into the season. What a terrific G League team they will make. Um, and, and, and Adam, this is one of those things that I think, you know, we've been, we've been dealing with this brutal pandemic for almost two years now. And there is going to be plenty of, of cynicism among fans who just say, well, actually assuming everyone's healthy and we assume everyone is going to be healthy and okay from this, 
this is kind of the perfect time to get this out of the way and not deal with it in March, April, May, June. Yeah, theoretically, getting back Kyrie Irving and having him immediately go into protocols because he tested positive is the best version of bringing him back in. And then likewise for this entire roster, as these adjustments get made by the league, this is the time to get hit with this. If any other teams are going to go through it, the likelihood is the Nets will be kind of the furthest removed from having any issues. And hopefully for a team that for all the ups and downs that a lot of teams have had in the league, the Nets are still in first place. They've still been very strong in spite of not having Kyrie and all the other factors that have been around them. So they're in a really good position right now, heading towards Christmas, heading towards the deadline in February to say we have a strong sense of our team and we're in a good position now to safeguard against fatigue factors for James Harden and for Kevin Durant. And finally, the Browns, Callie Brownson and Washington football's Jennifer King are serving as running back coaches this weekend. It's the first time two women will coach positional groups in NFL history. The NFL can be a violent game and you're liable to break something. Why not make it a glass ceiling while you're at it? Thanks for making Locked On today your first listen of the day. Now that you've got the news, go make some money. Make your second listen, Locked On Bets. Download and subscribe, free and available on all platforms. Coming up Tuesday, did you miss the NFL? Well, we'll get it going all over again. So at least until tomorrow, stay locked on today. Today.